Hey everyone, it's Lauren and Mark. Welcome to another edition of the Loose Lugs Racing Podcast. We have some great stuff in store. Let's get to it. All right. Hello, Loose Lug Nation. Today we have episode 61 for you. Mark, when I think of the number 61, I think of the world's oldest teenager first down at Slinger Super Speedway, Jerry Eckhart, a legend uh, in racing. Then I think about Steve Ruback down in the Illinois area, has raced the Midwest for many, many years, excuse me. And also uh, Hattori Racing has had a few. And, and before you start, if you have any, Hattori Racing did have a uh, what, Whataburger car. Whoa, Whataburger. <laughs> you love Whataburger. I'd have that for breakfast. <laughs> hey, 61, I got to go old school, man. Way back in the day, Jim Jimmy Bach from Western Wisconsin in the CWRA. Yep. He was with the Trickle Refner Marzogfer crowd back then. There was a 61 car. It was an SA car. It was the Black Knight. You've seen that around here in Milwaukee, but I just skipped the name of who that is out there. But he was part of that Western Wisconsin clan out there also. Yeah, some uh, some big names actually. It was an Amsoil black uh, GM car, and it was just sharp. And I heard, I think they sold that. I think that ended up going out east. I saw this this year. So anyway, sixty one. Yeah. Otherwise, not much popular than that. Not too popular, but I mean, you talk about Jerry Eckhart, you talk about Bach, you talk about Steve Rubeck. I mean, some some big names. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go into it here. Uh, we got to go back to Mid Ohio a little bit. So the trucks were at Mid Ohio. Uh, stage one was won by Parker Kligerman, uh, and you know, uh, we'll get into Parker Kligerman in a little bit here, but I said for a long time, even on this podcast, that he is one of the most underweight, underrated drivers in, uh, all of racing, and, and he kind of proved that with that stage one win, and we'll talk about him again later. Uh, Zane Smith was second, Nemechek, Haim, Enfinger, Eckes, Ankrum, Hosevar, Justin Marks was in this race as well, and Friesen was your top ten. Uh, stage two was won by Zane Smith, then Kligerman, Heim, Eckes, Hosvar, Enfinger, Friesen, Ankrum, Grala, and Ty Majeski. You know, when you come up and talk about Klingerman, you know, if he doesn't qualify for a race, he's got it. He's got her made. Then he just becomes a broadcaster. So that's kind of cool that he's still involved with the, the weekend. <laughs> he doesn't have to go home if he don't qualify. And he does a, a great job in both. Uh, you know, Nemechek had a mechanical issue and they had to go to the garage, unfortunately. And then Justin Marks loses brakes, avoids another truck, and goes completely into gravel pit and hits the wall. Uh, just a few laps before that, he also spun out. But that's a long way to go, especially through that gravel pit, to hit that wall. Yeah, he's just skipping across. The, usually that sand will catch you before you get there, but he had too much, uh, too much mustard on it. And I remember watching this race. We were at our hotel about ready to go to Grundy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, late in the race, Heim has an issue and stops on track. He was definitely a threat to win. That was your pick for that race, actually. I remember that. <laughs> you were kind of just shaking your head as we were about to leave. Uh, Kligerman wins the race. Zane Smith, Hosevar, Friesen, Eckes, Chandler Smith, Grala, Kraus, Howard, and Deegan round out the top ten. Again, Kligerman, what a, what a heck of a job for him in a low-budget team. I think that just shows, shows his talent once again. You know, and Zane, Zane Smith, too. oh, man, he's always, if you can beat him, you're doing well. And then Hosevar, another top 
top three there, and look at that. One of these days, he's going to get a victory, huh? Absolutely. Uh, Ty would finish 12th, and he clinches a spot in the playoffs. So uh, Ekis and Hosfar also clinch, but a uh, friend of the program, Ty Majeski, clinches a spot there in the playoffs. That was exciting. Yes, that is exciting. And, and now he's got some nice tracks coming his way, so I think he can perform pretty well on some of these tracks coming up. Absolutely, and we'll hear from him later in the program here. But, uh, you know, Enfinger, Crafton, and Kraus were kind of all on the bubble with Kraus being the first one out. So um, going into the final race before the playoffs there, and we'll talk about more about that here in a minute. Uh, then we uh, go to Atlanta for the Xfinity Series. Same weekend, but Xfinity and Cup Series were at Atlanta. Stage 1 was won by Josh Berry, Gibbs, Almendinger, Brown, Gregson, Hemrick, Hill, Elgire, Jones, and Snyder were your top 10. In stage two, a lot of drivers had issues on pit stops right away. Almendinger, Gibbs, and Barry, and, and Barry almost lost a tire. Almendinger was blocked by Gibbs, who had a slow stop. So uh, you talk about the importance of pit stops all the time, Mark, and there was uh, another show of it. There it is, you know. So you better, if you're going to make a mistake, do it early. Because the later in the race it goes, the more of a challenge it is to get back up front. Absolutely. And then AJ had a loose wheel and eventually brushes the wall, and he had a pit there. So more issues for Almendinger. Uh, Hill won the second stage, Creed, Brown, Reddick, Elgire, Jones, Gibbs, Truex, Castle, and Jeffrey Earnhardt were your top 10. AJ uh, actually loses a second lap, and, and I have here in my notes it's going to be hard to re rebound from. We'll get an update here in a minute. Quickly after that, AJ gets one lap back after an early spin, which was kind of a save by Brandon Jones. It was, uh, it was a one heck of a spin save there by him. Yeah, sometimes these guys can slide around like that, but Atlanta at that high speed, man, that was a good uh, good save there. Yep. Uh, Herb slides up into Gibbs, who gets into the wall, and then Gibbs loses a tire and three and drags the wall. There was no caution for that. Uh, Mayer thought he was clear, but was not, and gets into Jeffrey Earnhardt. Mayer goes into the wall. Earnhardt had some damage for that, and A.J. Helmendinger gets back on the lead lap, and it did not take long at all. It did not, yeah. Mayer, once again, you know, he wasn't clear there, and... Uh, um, still learning this car, learning this series yet. But getting better. Getting better, but he's still green. He still needs uh, um, uh, more seat time. How's that? That would be the best way to say it. Yeah. Uh, Brown gets into the wall, and he would be done for the day. No caution there either. Hill wins the race. Barry, Truex, Reddick, Hemrick, Gregson, Elgar, Castle, Herbst, and Almendinger, your top ten. You know, Hill is no surprise. You know, on them, on them super speedways, he always performs really well. And, uh, well, Atlanta is now classified as a super speedway. So, yep, that don't, no, no surprise there. Hill wins that. I was kicking myself for not picking him because he was first in mine, and I went with someone else to save him for later. But, darn it. Uh, anyway, the cup race at Atlanta the next day, a couple of anxious moments happened early. Briscoe gets loose and Hamlin gets uh, to the inside, but it was so close. Uh, Larson had a huge moment. Didn't see this in the spring, but it was much hotter on that day. Um, and that was before we even got to the competition caution. That was lap one that Larson had to do a hell of a save on that. So, <laughs> you know, I have that on my notes like, wow, one lap and he had a save of the race right away. Um, you know, at the competition caution, there were a lot of issues again on pit road. Larson's team went under the hood there to see what was wrong with his car. Uh, then Denny got into Chastain and moves him up the track. That could have been big, but you knew Denny wasn't going to cut Ross a break. Them two are just playing real nice all summer, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chase Elliott would win the first stage. Bowman, Chastain, Blaney, Byron, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, Hamlin, Larson, and Bell, your top ten. Uh, in stage two, McLeod spins and collects Ty Dillon and Busher. 
Then Truex checks up or gets loose, and Chastain gets into him, and Truex goes around. Logano, Kyle Busch, McDowell, Austin Dillon all involved. Uh, hard hit for Austin Dillon. Bad, yep. bad angle. Yep, so that's <laughs> pile them up once when you're doing pack racing, dude. Uh, Logano came out of the pits, and the toe link broke in the back. It appears they may have gotten it fixed on uh, pit road. Uh, quick change for them. Good job by them. Uh, Austin Dillon had some not nice word about Chastain after coming from the infield care center. <laughs> yeah, he was quite heated. Didn't like that. Uh, Bowman had a flat with two to go on the stage and gets into the wall. Chase Elliott would win the second stage as well, so he sweeps the stages at Atlanta. Reddick, Kozlowski, Blaney, Kurt Busch, Bell, Burton, Byron, Chastain, and LaJoy were your top ten. Uh, under the stage break, Stenos had a mechanical issue and was done for the day. You know he was going to be a player too. He's one of those super speedway uh, runner front runners as well. Yeah, every once in a while you see a Stenhouse pops up with a good uh, good race. Um, just inconsistent with that team yet. Yep. Uh, Smithley gets loose in, in the pack, and Ty Dillon was getting pushed into him by Larson and others. Smithley, Dillon, Byron, Reddick, Bubba, Gillen, McDowell, Brad, all involved in an incident there. And then Bell almost saves his car from spinning, but it goes around. He dirt-tracked it for a long time, darn near the whole corner, it seemed like. Um, and then how about Corey LaJoy running top three uh, for a long time? Didn't spend a lot of time getting fuel in, but this caution will help if, if it wasn't enough for them. And then Bell loses a tire on pit road. We questioned, was that going to be a penalty because it didn't go off of pit road? It ended up not being a penalty because the tire did stay on pit road and then remember Bubba Wallace had some issues with this and they swapped uh, some members between the 20 and the 23 cars so <laughs> that was uh, kind of some of the issues with the same people that Bubba was fighting earlier in the season. That tire penalty was a ball and strike call because later on in the season there was a tire incident that was there and they made it a separate call so it's a ball and strike call. Mm -hmm. Sure is. Um, Chastain gets tight and into Hamlin. Oh no, here we go again. Uh, there was history there already. I agree with Dale. I, uh, you know, Dale Jr. said on the broadcast, I want him to change, but I don't want him to change. But he has to find that line somehow. Um, here's the other thing that I'll say. I'd rather try to back someone down than try to speed someone up. You hear that in all sports. I would rather back down the competitiveness than try to speed someone up because sometimes they don't get there. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, it seems like, uh, once when you're competitive, you're always being competitive with this one certain guy, and you always seem to fight each other, you know, and that's what's making just an awesome rivalry, you know, and I love it. That people got people talking, and, um, you know, there's been some damaged race cars over this, you know, so we'll see where this leads, especially when the playoffs come up ahead. Boy, woo, them two are going to fight each other again. You just know it. <laughs> well, they may have found each other after this already. Yeah, so. Probably. <laughs> Uh, Hamlin, Bell, and Logano were three wide. Bell hooks his teammate and sends him head onto the wall with Logano. LaJoy is leading the uh, race with the restart with three to go. Elliott ended up giving by him, went to block LaJoy, and LaJoy brushes the wall, uh, comes off the wall, and slams it head on. Kurt Busch was also involved in that one. What a bummer for LaJoy, you know? What a real bummer. So, anyway, he had a top five sitting there looking at possible win. I mean, he he was battling all day, and then all of a sudden it all went away at the end of the day. If he's a little more patient, he might have another shot at Maybe. it and win, but well, uh, was, you got to go for he it. He was on uncharted waters, you know. You, like, it, it's now, you know. So, um, Elliot would go on to win the race. Chastain was second after that damage and all those incidents he was in. Sindrick, Jones, Blaney, Suarez, Haley, Amarola, Custer, and Burton, uh, the top ten there. You know, 
Atlanta, Georgia. It was a Georgia weekend. How about Austin Hill and Chase Elliott, both from Georgia, taking the races there in Atlanta? Yeah, for sure. Hey, Harrison Burton. All of a sudden, you're sitting there watching him. All of a sudden, bang, there's a top 10. And there's a top 10 again. Every once in a while, you're seeing Harrison Burton is slowly bringing that 21 car into shape. So don't sleep on that guy. Well, let's talk about Harrison a little bit since you brought him up. Uh, you know, you were kind of critical of him, saying he wasn't up to speed as fast as you thought he would be. But slowly but surely, you're right. He's getting inside the top 10. He's kind of kind of reminds me of his father, Jeff. You know, slowly, all of a sudden, he's just he's there. And finally, it's going to catch on, and he's going to start winning, I think. Yeah, well, he's, you know, all of a sudden, he's starting to get results and getting better all the time. I think that beautiful 21 Mustang is going to be up front here before the season's out. Well, and you know, confidence see. goes a long way as well. So he's putting together some good weeks here and building the confidence and finishing races. Because when you're not finishing races, you know, and that happened quite a bit to him, all of a sudden you're finishing races, and now you're seeing top 10, top 15. That can give you a lot of confidence in, in going forward. Well, same with Suarez. Look, same same thing with him. All of a sudden, the 99 card just pops up, and all of a sudden, they've gotten over all that bad luck to start the season out. And now they're starting to get the well-deserved finishes that they're supposed to, that they are getting. Now. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I uh, never thought about that, but that is a great example there. Uh, well, then we go to the mile track at New Hampshire, the Xfinity Series and Cup Series. We'll start with the Xfinity Series. Stage 1 was won by Ryan Sieg, Gibbs, Elmendinger, Byron Brown, Bain Alfredo, Castle, uh, and Gregson, Hemrick, Elgire, and Herbst. There's 12 names there that I said that, and, and I guess we'll say it now. Castle and Gregson got DQ'd after the race. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, how about this race? Nobody, there was no past winner in this race. There was zero winners. So whoever won this race was a first-time winner. Um, so that was kind of a strange. But they haven't raced at New Hampshire in a while. So um, kind of an inter interesting stat there. And, you know, New, New Hampshire puts on a, a good show. Uh, you know, they used to come up and test uh, at Milwaukee to get uh, some track time. Yeah, you can walk, you can walk by on the, on the avenue there, and you can look over, and you can actually see them practicing on there at, at the track. Uh, in Stage 2, Hemrick gets into Gregson, and Gregson spins coming to the stage end. Was that payback from earlier? Because they had a little bit of history early in the race where they got together. And remember, there's history there, but they're also teammates at Colleague in the Cup Series. So... Uh, kind of interesting dynamic there. Yeah, well, that's that's tight racing at New Hampshire, though. You know, that's a challenging track. I love that track on I racing. I can I can <laughs> race there. That's fun. Uh, Byron wins the stage. Castle, who was DQ'd later, crossed the line second. Second would end up going to Gibbs, though, in the stage. AJ, Elmendinger, Bain, Hemrick, Elgire, Barry, Herb, Sieg, and Creed, top ten. Uh, Hemrick has a left rear go down, and he spins and hammers the wall into turn three. Turn three seems to always be an issue there. Yeah. Well, there's high speed going into that flat corner. And if something goes wrong, yeah, well, that, that's where you're going to get caught in, in the outside wall. Yep. Hard. Hard, yep. Uh, Barry and Creed make contact. Barry goes around. Sieg had nowhere to go and gets pummeled by Jeb Burton. And the back end goes, what would you say, Mark, 15 feet in the air? I would think so. I got POW on my paper. POW in capital letters. Yeah, that car went, uh, almost ended up on top of the wall. Yeah. Came back down. But yeah, there was a hell of an angle there. Mayor Herb Snyder also involved. And, and I tell you what, many drivers were blaming Creed, but I'm not so sure about that. It looked like Barry was trying to dime in the quarter, and Creed kind of held his line there. 
Um, I view it as just a racing uh, racing incident. Big hit for not only Burton and Sieg, but also Snyder and Herbst, who piled in later. Yeah, they come flying in there also. Major damage. Uh, LeBay was to the outside of Omendinger, and Omendinger did not know he was to the outside, and they both nailed the wall. Close call for Byron there. AJ was not very happy with his spotter. No doubt. He he actually uh, said some things over the radio they caught that was... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they had a good moment after they got to sit down and cooler heads, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, Byron had an engine issue, uh, which would hamper his day. Elgeyer goes on and wins the race. Boy, is he on a hot streak. Yeah. Uh, Bain, Castle, Gregson. Again, Castle and Gregson were DQ'd, so third would go to Brown, fourth to Creed. Ty Dillon, Hill, Weatherman, Massey, and Curry, the top ten. Brown had tires, you know. He was trying to come up through the end there. They were thinking he was going to fly through there, and he uh, he got to uh, third place on those fresh tires, and that was it. Yep. Uh, then we get into the uh, Cup Series in New Hampshire. Haley and Ty Dillon make contact, and Dillon gets loose and corrects into Bowman. They both had major damage, along with McLeod and Balicki. Truex wins the stage. Bubba Wallace, Larson, Elliott, Harvick, Bell, Kurt Busch, Almirola, Byron, Hamlin, your top 10. Uh, in stage 2, LaJoy gets loose or breaks and shoots right up into Burton and they collect McDowell. Uh, Blaney would spin and back into the wall a little later on. Truex would sweep the stages. Uh, Harvick, Elliott, Logano, Larson, Kurt Busch, Chastain, Byron, Bell, and Bubba Wallace, your top 10 in stage 2. Everyone was shifting. How do you like that? That yeah. was a new one for me. You know, them, them drivers with this new car is working a lot harder than what they used to. Oh, absolutely. Um, under the stage break, Bell loses a tire on pit road. Um, there, there it is again for that 20 car. Uh, Kyle Busch spun a few times during the day. He had a rough day. Uh, Brad and Austin Dillon have a big disagreement under Yeller. Major contact was made. I mean, Brad kind of hurt himself there because Dylan kind of almost got into him, maybe just touched him, and Brad clobbered him. He was like, F you, buddy. Here, you want to touch me? I'll whack the heck out of you. And he did. He did for sure. And, and you know, Austin said after the race that uh, they... Uh, yeah, that's fine, man. That's good. I got to come on with a four feet with the bump on you, sure? Yep, that's fine. Beautiful. Right. Thanks, man. Um... Here at Kakana, we're in the parking lot here. <laughs> yeah, we're getting camp. ready for the 250 and doing the podcast in the parking lot. Yep, so we got some campers here. Um, Racing fans, yep. Yep. Um, so uh, going back to Brad and Austin Dillon here, there's history. Remember, Brad got into Austin Dillon in the right rear at Michigan last year. Oh. And yeah, huge hit for Dillon. That cost him a potential uh, playoff spot to his teammate Reddick. And uh, man, uh, so there's some history there. So Brad said it was a hot day, and you know when that happens, there's some bigger disagreement. Dylan said, uh, "Nope, I won't talk. I don't talk to him. Real kind of, and uh, that he doesn't like the way he races him." But um, yep. Uh, anyway, Bell would go on to win the race after losing that tire and all that. Bell, who I had picked by the way, uh, then yeah. Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Truex, Harvick, Hamlin, Brad. Uh, Brad finishes in seventh. Chastain, Suarez, and Kurt. So. Um, Nice recovery for Bell and nice recovery for Brad Kozlowski to get back inside the top ten after all that. Yep, and seeing Harvick there, Bubba third. Yeah, Harvick fifth. Boy, there's been some lack of uh, top tens out of that team. Yeah, Kozlowski's finally coming around a little bit, seeing that six car come around. But, uh, you know, Newman used to run that track, too, and Newman would get top tens with that team. So it's amazing how there must be so much going on with that six team with Kozlowski trying to direct that 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 team was really struggling 
when Newman had it at the very end, there was nothing left. And uh, um, the 17 has been showing, you know, he's been showing some results here and there, Busher, but uh, boy, oh boy, it's, it's a tough road. I think you've got to turn everything upside down, every nook and cranny of the whole business to get that turned around. And Keselowski's trying to do this on the fly. And I think you're seeing results, like you said. You said the six I, right before you were going to say the 17 has results too. I was going to say the same thing. Busher's coming around as well. He's won a few pulls, running inside the top 10. Uh, Roush Fedway, Kozlowski is starting to hit on something, and if they keep going in the right direction, maybe next year you start to see better results. Yeah. Uh, maybe the following year or halfway through next year. So hey, This is a brand new car. We're all learning this car, you know. So. Yep, for sure. Um, Todd Bodine, Bodine, oh, let's go into the trucks Pocono, let me say that first here. Bodine? <laughs> Todd Bodine makes his 800th 800. career NASCAR start, uh, incredible. There's a lot of drivers that have won many champions that don't have, uh, championships, excuse me, that don't have 800 career starts. Yeah, for sure. So that's a lot of miles, a lot of laps. And he looks like he's still having fun trying. Yep. You know? He was disappointed that uh, he may not ever do this again. You could tell there was some emotion. Well, there was rumor of 801 after the race. Yeah, there, yeah, he did say that in his <laughs> interview. Uh, Ty was on the splitter hard early. That was a topic of discussion there. Uh, Bodine, unfortunately, was involved in an early incident and would be done for the day. And, and quite possibly his career, you know, you're talking about 801, but that could be the end of it. Yeah. Well, he can fall back to, to the network, too. So. Yep. Onion. Onion. Uh, Chandler Smith would go on to win the stage. Eckes, Hosevar, Friesen, Kraus, Zane Smith, Nemechek, Ingram, Kraft, and Heim, the top ten. In stage two, Eckes would win it. Ingram, Kraft, and Nemechek, Ty, Howard, Purdy, Zane, uh, Smith, Jesse Little, and Infinger, top ten. And in the race, um, Chandler Smith would win the race. Priest, Nemechek, Heim, Hosevar, Austin Hill, Ty, Eckes, Kraus, Tanner Gray were the top ten there. Yeah, that's such a short race, dude. 150, you know, miles. All of a sudden, they click right off, and it's a fast race. You got to be super aggressive to uh, that Pocono race is probably one of the shortest races of the year. And a lot of times, you can see there's not a lot of notes there from us. A lot of times, it can go green for a long time because oh, yeah, it gets stretched yeah. out a little bit. So yeah, love but that, still good racing. Love that five wide when they come into one, and you got to settle. <laughs> Everybody just fans out, yeah. and somehow they all come back together and they keep going. So, yep. yep. Um, Zane Smith, Chandler Smith, Ben Rhodes, John Hunter Nemechek, Stuart Friesen, Christian Eckes, Ty Majeski, Carson Hosvar, Grant Infinger, and Matt Crafton would make the playoffs. This was the cutoff for the playoffs. Unfortunately for our friend Derek Krause, he was the first one out, which I believe he was last year too. So it just well, can't, so. just can't get over that hump. But I tell you what, that's another truck that you get about... Halfway through the regular season, he starts to come on a little bit. So if that team can start a little faster, I think that would be the key because he didn't miss out by much over a legend in Matt Crafton. He's always been in the center of the pack, and that's the center of the cyclone, and he's been in so many battles this year. Every time you look up, all of a sudden Krause is in a bunch of vehicles. Um, I'm sure if that car, could, that truck could get some clean air, that thing would take off like a jackrabbit. Yep. I think the speed is in that car, but he just can't seem to get track position. Yep. And in the trucks, track position is huge oh, over the other it's, series. It's even. everything. Yep. Um, then the Xfinity Series. Well, first, congratulations to all the playoff drivers. Uh, the Xfinity Series goes to Pocono then. Uh, wow. Huge hit for Raja Karuth. He tried to get 
in behind LeBay and makes contact. They both go hard into the wall. And LeBay had all four tires off the ground. That's how hard he hit. Yeah, four tires is always a good pow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Raja said he just made a mistake there, was trying to sneak in behind it and just caught him. And, and Raja was racing in the Xfinity Series. Very limited experience, was just trying to make all the laps, but that was an early mistake. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, happens. Elgire would win the stage. Jones, Elmendinger, Gibbs, Creed, Barry, Gregson, Smith, Hemrick, and Hill, the top ten. In stage two, Gregson would take it. Gibbs, Jones, Creed, Barry, Elgier, Elmendinger, Castle, Hemrick, and Hill. And then in the final stage there, Ferrucci spins and collects Stenhouse, who gets in the Jeb, who launches and ends up on his roof and slides a good ways there. Uh, Jeb was in a tough spot there. He could either take the pit wall down, or he could get hit, and unfortunately he goes on his roof. But remember, they also moved the pit wall down, so cars went spin on a pit road like many years, like Casey Kane. Remember, he hit, I think it was his own pit box, and those helmets went flying over the wall there. Yeah, and it was just a little itty-bitty wall. It wasn't like a major wall that was, uh, and uh, yeah, they extended that down, so that's what collected that wreck there. But uh, Jeb, split-second decision. You're going to go high-low, you know, he made that decision, and that's the way he ended up on his lid. Well, I think if he turns even further left, he catches those barrels, and it's on there, Oh, too, sure, so. and that's horrible there, too. But boy, did that thing do a swan dive flying through the air before she finally landed. Just thankful it just didn't barrel roll from there, you know, it just slid. So, and you want to talk about a guy with bad luck lately, Jeb Burton. Man, yeah, I yeah. feel bad for him. Yep, he's always in those situations. Oh, guy with a, a lot of talent there, just uh, just can't um, do anything with that. Our more sports 27 just yet. He's got another year yet, so maybe they can capitalize on something here. There's some restrictor plate racing coming up, so he's always good there. And while we're talking about our motorsports, before going to the notes, uh, there was some news uh, just yesterday came down that Brett Moffitt and our motorsports have parted ways. So Moffitt is going to be out of a ride here. Breaking we'll news, breaking news. I, so, I, I didn't hear that. So Yeah, so we'll see what happens. He said he had his uh, loyalty uh, with his sponsors, and they'll find a competitive ride coming up here. But that's a guy that I expected more out of, too. And honestly, I thought he should have ran for Xfinity points last year. He did switch to Xfinity points, um, but it was later on. But... Um, you know, a former truck champion, a guy that I've been a fan of for a long time since I've seen him out here at 15 years old at Kakana mm -hmm. running, I believe it was the 250 actually, because we're sitting here waiting for that. So, um, yeah, unfortunate for, for him and his team, really. Yeah. Well, put a, put a horseshoe in the glove box. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> change your luck, paint, change your paint scheme or something or something. Yeah. Just ask, ask uh, Kevin Harvick about that horseshoe and Jimmy Johnson and <laughs> all that. Yeah. Um, Sammy Smith, who we've uh, seen up here quite a bit, he got loose. Um, one of his starts in the Xfinity Series got loose and into the door castle. Smith would then back it into the wall, unfortunately. Uh, Gregson would go on to win the race. Gibbs, Barry, AJ, Creed, Mayer, Elgire, Hill, Hemrick, and Custer. Uh, what a race by Gregson and Gibbs, though. Clean, hard racing. Could have easily wrecked each other and roughed each other up and didn't. Um, Gregson would also get sick again. You remember he did that when his first uh, truck series race, so he got sick on the front stretch there. And then, like two minutes later, he shotgun in a beer. So, <laughs> and they, they showed later. I just seen on a post where all the all the drivers were gone, and he was still sitting there. He was grabbing autographs half hour afterwards. So, yeah, from one extreme to another, but he was the last one standing signing autographs. So, I'm sure he's trying to make good with everybody, you know. And, and that was actually and that was good respectful racing right there. I mean, him oh. and Gibbs have got to respect each other because they're going to be spending many, many years racing each other. 
Well, and there's so, history there. Oh, there you know, is and, history. And Gregson you feels like that. he owes Gibbs, but Gregson had that penalty after Road America for getting into someone, so maybe that simmered down well, his rivalry with Gibbs. Yeah, for sure. But we'll, them two are going to be together all year. They're going to have to learn to race together, and, you know, there's only one winner, so... Well, and also you talked about uh, Gregson doing it. That was after the Cup Series race. So not only did he win the Xfinity Series race, get sick, rough up, he had to go through more racing the next day after going through all of that. And then he still signed uh, after everyone was gone. So kudos so, to him. Yep. So, yeah, in, the, in July, in a hot summer day, yeah, sitting in a racetrack. No doubt. Um, Cup Series at Pocono then. Uh, Kurt Busch wrecked and pressed practice and did not get cleared for the race so ty gibbs made his cup debut um denny slaps the wall as the leader right away coming out of turn one he would be okay but he said he felt like he killed it uh but he would be okay Cindric spins out of turn three he gets a toe backwards on pit road which was interesting and then he had a toe link break when he got back out on track after that they were able to change that as well though um and then on the restart kurt or excuse me kyle bush misses turn one by a mile and gets way out of the groove and loses a ton of positions yeah boy that's something about kurt bush you know all of a sudden you know and he's still not cleared to race and don't know if he's gonna be cleared for upcoming michigan so still uh so it didn't look that bad but still when you whack the wall like he did that was a full you know slam into the turn turn three wall there's, there's no four there and, um uh, yeah. Yeah, terrible hit. And turn three was, a, I have this later in my notes, but turn three was an issue all weekend. You'll hear it in our notes here coming up. Um, but even in practice and qualifying, turn three was an issue. It was, all, all weekend. And it was just like snappy see you gone. There was no saving it, you know. Is it turn three or turn five? I want to start this because I think I did this it last year too. It should be six. Well, the way I consider it is one is one and two. The the tunnel turn is kind of just one. like one. Well, it's a, it's an indie turn. Yep. So it's just one, and then the other one is one and two. But that let's what turn four? I guess we'll we'll, turn four. we'll stay with right, that. It says right <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> yeah. and you see it every lap. You read the wall as it goes by. What turn four? I think even NASCAR and NBC finally caught onto that. Like, is there a turn three or is there a turn five? Yeah. So, so uh, I I've been saying that for years. But uh, anyway. Uh, El Marola spins near the end of the stage while many drivers were pitting. This will be good for those drivers that just got onto pit road or pit previously. And, you know, Austin Dillon was very aggressive pitting with eight to go, but they needed they need to be aggressive because of where they are in the points. Yeah, they need a win. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Larson would win the stage. Elliott, Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Suarez, Blaney, Jones, Byron, Truex, Harvick, LaJoy, and McDowell were the top ten. You can see there's 12 names listed there once again. That's because Hamlin, who would go on to win the race, and Kyle Busch, who would finish second, would be DQ'd. So the third and fourth finisher there on the stage uh, did not get those finishes. DQ'd. And did you see that? They said it was a piece of tape, adhesive, and it changed the the, the thickness of that tape that they put on there was, was 12 ten thousandths of an inch. And apparently they cut some of the wrap off in certain sections and they showed the Denny Hamlin car. If you saw it, it almost looked like clear silicone in the seam that was there. And then there was some tape there and they kind of were saying like, that's how they build the cars to hold it together. La, 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 They made some kind of excuse, but they said it'll never happen again. So, yep. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, just unfortunate. You know, Hamlin was my pick there. Well, so it was, that was well it's a bummer, you know. You watch the race all of a sudden. What? First and second, both DQ'd. It's the first time the winner's been DQ'd out of a race in NASCAR in 60 years. Yeah. So it doesn't happen every day. Nope. Nope, for sure. Oh, hmm. And how about not only first, but first and second? My goodness. And second on top of it. So, yeah. wow. Kudos to NASCAR if you can get that thorough. Well, and you know, you're talking about cutting away the wrap in post-race and finding something like that. That's awfully thorough. Well, unless if somebody narked them out, somebody you knew never something. Know. Yeah. You know, somebody saw something and just like, ah, and then word gets around and NASCAR yeah. can... Because if you ever notice once when the race is over, you know, and I run a NASCAR pool, so I wait for the official points. And within 15 minutes, bang, there's the official points. You can get it on J-Ski, NASCAR, ESPN. And the, and the points are there. So to tell you that there's a clear-cut winner 15, 20 minutes after the race is, they pretty much know what they're looking for. So that, I think, is out of the ordinary where you start cutting wraps off cars. That kind of smells kind of fishy. So, Well, apparently, because um, I listen to NASCAR Radio Channel 90 on Sirius XM, they say that's a normal process, that they'll cut away parts of the wrap after uh, the race. Obviously, you can't do that in pre-race, but... Um, so I, I heard that's a normal thing that they do, and they just happen to cut in the right spot, maybe. Hmm. But Hamlin still got credit for uh, for the pole for the weekend, so I thought that should have been taken away if you're going to take the whole race away, but but that stood. So I, yeah. I was uh, surprised at the end that they actually gave him credit for the pole. Yep. Um, well, in Stage 2, Balicki has an issue and pummels the wall hard. Uh, Denny would spin, and then LaJoy goes around after contact with Stemhouse and McDowell there. They were three wide. Uh, Kyle Busch would win the stage until they found out he was DQ'd. Then Chastain, Blaney, Jones, Hamlin, who was also DQ'd again. Harvick, Byron, Suarez, Elliott, Larson, Bell, and Trix were the top ten. Uh, Blaney spins out of turn three and nails the wong. There's, there's that turn three being treacherous all weekend. You know, yeah, all of a sudden it was another snappy loose and... And he, uh, yeah, he hit her pretty hard. Well, I was kind of concerned the net didn't go down right away. Yep. I think he felt that one. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I was going to say about Kurt Busch, too, is in that car, they're saying they feel the impact more. Yeah. So that could be an area of concern, too. Well, there is a safety issue on the back burner about that. Now, there's question marks saying, is this car, is there places where the driver mm, probably feels it more on different contact? So they'll probably investigate it. NASCAR will look into that. Yeah, and they do a good job at that, so oh, yep, yeah, they'll look oh, at it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hamlin was going to be two and a half laps short on fuel and was beginning to save, uh, but a caution waves there. He was saving, and at the same time being the fastest on track. Incredible job by him there. Uh, and then there was a caution, like we just mentioned, Hamlin versus Chastain. Hamlin used him up a little bit, which you could kind of see coming. There was one back for Hamlin, and, and it was indeed at an important time, like you said it was going to be, because it was going for the lead. Well, he sent him to the marbles. <laughs> well, he was in the marbles, and that was the end of that. She just started skating, and bang. And then he ricocheted off, and then poor Ham- or, uh, Harvick. Harvick punched him, and that was just like, oh, poor Harvick. You know, once again, innocent bystander by somebody else playing shenanigans. Exactly. You'll see that in racing all the time. Yep, yep. Uh, Hamlin would finish first once again. Kyle Busch second. They got to huge, so the win goes to Chase Elliott. Reddick, Suarez, Bell, Larson, McDowell, Truex, Bubba Wallace, Jones, and Austin Dillon inside the top 10 there. Uh, you know, Gibbs finishes 16th and had a solid day for filling in for Kurt Busch. And that cannot bode well for Kyle Busch and his contract negotiations because Gibbs is obviously the backup plan. 
And you're talking about solid top 15 pretty much. You know, 16th, he lost a position there at the end. Um, I think Ty Gibbs showed what he could do at the Cup Series, and it's almost like if he races another year in Xfinity, it's kind of a waste of time. You know, I had to sit there and do the math. All of a sudden, I heard Gibbs to the 45. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, so you think of Xfinity? Yeah, he is under that umbrella. So not, nothing better than giving him some experience and then get a 16th and you know the first two stages you could see he was laying in the back especially at the beginning of the race also you see everybody there and there's that one car that was like two seconds back but smart you know learn how to run the car and get a 16th um yeah the age of truex is up in the air um hamlin he's over 40 running a business now kyle can't find a sponsor i don't know m&m's has been there forever and now they're gone and, uh, yeah, there's some talk about what's going on. Where's Kyle going? And um, We'll see. There's a lot of speculation out there. Let me, let me ask you this. If you were Coach Gibbs, what would you do? You, if you couldn't find a sponsor and Kyle Busch is asking for a certain number, now it's rumored that he is saying that he'll come off that number, um, but... Uh, you know, if sponsorship is the main concern, you got Ty Gibbs who's ready to move up. It's your grandson. You can save money. You got sponsorship maybe coming. You know, does Kyle maybe switch to 2311 if Kurt can't go? Or maybe they put a third card together there. Does he maybe go to Stuart Haas? I mean, with Ty Gibbs showing the talent that he has, at the, you know you know what talent he has in the Xfinity Series. You know he's going to be a cup at someday and be a pretty darn good driver. But is now the time after he showed what he could do? I think it all comes back in the spring when Truex signed a one-year contract. And this this right here with Truex, um, he's going to have to figure out what he's going to do. So we'll see where that lands. Yeah, I think that's where that's going. There, I initially thought that. There was the big sponsor right there. Who ain't, who ain't going to want to sponsor Ty Gibbs? Well, uh, I mean, that kid's got talent. Holy smokes, that's the best thing coming through since Tony Stewart, probably. I initially or thought... Ch or Chase Elliott. Yeah, I initially thought he was going to fill in for Truex when Truex retires after next year. Was, almost Truex almost was done this year, we thought. But with the contract negotiations keep going, and you hear Kevin Harvick saying, hey, I would sign him in a heartbeat I with know. Stuart Haas. I I'm not so sure. It, it's a hard decision. Uh, we'll see what happens here. I got. I have to think that this is going to come down sooner rather than later here. We'll see. But uh, interesting anyway. Ain't losing sleep on it, but it's on the back burner. And there'll be some news uh, later on this fall. Yeah. Uh, how about Chastain? He had a good interview after what happened to him. He said he deserved that and probably more, uh, which is probably true. However, I probably wouldn't have said that because if I'm Hamlin, I probably would have thought, okay, there's the one. If we have any issues going forward, I'll handle it. But with him saying, "Oh, I probably deserve more," is it truly over? You know, because <laughs> I, I would hear that as Hamlin, but you said you deserve more. Well, if I get an opportunity, I'm going to give you some here more. Here you go. Yeah, for sure, boy. Um, the 34, sixth place, McDowell. That's impressive. Yep. So 99 third. So, but uh, that Elliot, he's uh, he he stumbled right into that. And said he really wasn't proud of that win. He'll take the trophy. They don't get the celebration, though. Yeah. You know, they don't get to celebrate it. Here, you no know, hat that, dance? No, nothing like that. You know, no uh, um, no viewership for their sponsor and all that. So, 
Bummer. He, he actually said he wasn't going to ask for the trophy, and he didn't. But NASCAR pretty much had a conversation with him and said, and "The siren went off in Georgia." <laughs> Sirene. Sirene. That I think we are very possibly going to. I met. That, I think we're going to be at that pool hall uh, this December. It's it's being talked about. I met. I mentioned that to the people that were going this past week, and I said, "I think this is something we got to do on our way back home from Pensacola." Yeah. Yeah. So, so. and then he said, "Get this." He said Talladega isn't really too far from the pool hall either, and we'll go see that maybe. There's a museum at Talladega. Yes, and that's exactly what I said. And I've been through that museum, and it is just awesome. I hope everything was so jam-packed when I when I was there back in, oh boy, how about 89? <laughs> so it's been a long time since I've been back to Talladega. And there's a museum there that if they got some expanded out, there were some beauties in there. I said the same thing. I said, yeah, and then there's a museum there. So there are balls when you said that. I, this is like a repeat conversation I already had that I was going to tell you about. So, yeah. Um, we can plan a tornado chase down there in December, too. All right. You know, so we can Let's go one it. direction or other, and we'll see if a tornado goes ripping through down there, and we'll see if we can do that. Sounds good to me. We're going to be in, uh, we're not going to be in our vehicles, so. <laughs> if we get caught by big hail, well, oh, hail. And that is the key. Not that, in your own vehicle. Not in your own vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, let's get into the first race of the playoffs for the trucks at IRP, which is Lucas Oil Raceway at our IRP or whatever it's called, but they were calling it IRP, which was great because that's what I knew it as a kid. Um, stage one was won by Nemechek, then Chandler Smith, Josevar, Friesen, uh, Enfinger, Rhodes, Heim, Ty, Zane, Eckes were the top tens. Ty lost six spots on pit road at that stage break. Yeah, no doubt. I saw that just like shake my head. Um, Nemechek spins after he gets into the grass and gets into right. He just looked impatient there once again. He has these moments. You know, you and I have talked in, um, I feel like Hamlin puts himself in some situations. Nemechek is the same way to me. It's like, just, if you were patient for one more second, everything would have been fine. Yeah. Just put a helmet on. Change it. <laughs> I am. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I hear. <laughs> Need directions? Yeah. <laughs> We'll get into that in a second. Um, you know, and Ty had a stop to avoid, and they gave him his spot back. I didn't think they were going I was like, oh, my gosh, he just lost 10 positions, but he they gave him his stopped, spot. and that is really amazing. They let him have that come back. Yep. So, um, good call. Didn't know that was available. I didn't so, either. All of a sudden, wow. Oh, it is back. a good call, though. It is a good call. Instead of pummeling somebody, just stop first before anything. Uh, Ty's crew redeems themselves and gains five spots this time on pit road. Uh, not everyone would pit there, but they did redeem themselves there. Uh, and how about that? Ty would go on to win the stage over Enfinger, Rhodes, Josevar, Zane, Smith, Heim, Friesen, Chandler Smith, Ankrum, and Howard. Um, Zane got up into Chandler. Both go into the wall pretty good there just before the stage ended. There was some good damage out of those vehicles. Both cars that are, that and Chandler was, was rightly not happy with Zane. Well, yeah, for, absolutely. And that affected their cars the rest of this race. Uh, late caution comes out just after Ty was passed for the lead by Infinger. Ty led a bunch of laps. He ended up having a tire go down, he said, so that was the issue there. Um, ten trucks stay out. Ty and Heim on two tires, Enfinger on four. Nemechek takes uh, Taylor Gray out for the lead. Yikes. Uh, the announcers even said that was not a good look. So then it uh, has another restart there, and Infinger was up in third or whatever with four fresh tires. He would go on to win the race. Rhodes, Zane Smith, Friesen, Heim, Ankrum, Lane Riggs. Uh, that was an impressive start for him, by the way. Scott Riggs, kid who races late yeah. model stock down south. Yeah. I've been watching him for a while. Didn't realize how young he was. 
Um, but Ty was uh, eighth there, Crafton and Nemechek rounds out the top ten. With his win, Infinger advances to the next round automatically in the truck playoffs. Zane Smith is plus 50. Rhodes is plus 36. Friesen is plus 28. Nemechek and Chandler Smith plus 24. Ty is plus 19. And Hosevar is plus 7. Remember, they only get two. They only eliminate two after this first round. And then it's four after that because of it being 10. Yeah. Trucks in. Crafton and Eckes are both minus 7 right now. So it's so close, anything can happen. But every one of those are well deserving to be in that in that standing there. Absolutely. You know, we text back and forth about that two tires, four tires. You know, we saw Ty took two tires, and we I think we were actually talking on the phone. And, oh no, that's right. You know, because I was I, I caught that because I lost Wi-Fi where I was camping. I was on twenty eight laps to go, done, nothing, couldn't watch nothing. So Lauren uh, connected me up, and I was watching through his phone and watching the race and. Um, yeah, we were talking about two tires or four tires, and uh, we didn't think two tires was a good idea. This was my opinion on it, Austin. Looking but, back, you can be twenty twenty. You betcha. But um, I was like, because of who came in after Ty did, Ty probably had a 10 truck length gap on the next person that came down pit road. So even if that car or truck takes two tires, the worst Ty is going to come out as third after that with four fresh ones. So I thought four was the call. Um Joe Shear Jr. and Ty are smarter than I am. So, you know, if that was the call to win the race, it, then it, it looks it, great. It looks great. Yeah, so, so that was the decision um, that was made. But yep. We were just looking at that real quickly and thought that. But uh, at the end of the day, good day for them. Led a lot of laps and uh, got some good points out of it, too. You betcha, for sure. Well, then the Indy Road Course, the Xfinity Series, goes to, which I think they should be at IRP as well, by the way. Absolutely. Um. Stage one, Burton has a track bar issue shortly after pulling off a of pit road. He, again, he can't catch a break lately. Briscoe thinks he has an issue too, and this is all after we pull off pit road. We're not even close to going green yet. <laughs> um, Gregson would win the stage. Snyder, Bowman, Elgeyer, Herbst, Gibbs, Barry, Creed, AJ, and Mayer, the top ten. And then in stage two, Barry gets into both Monster Energy cars in one lap. Oh, well, get your double dose there, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he would go on to win the stage, Barry would. LeBay, Grella, uh, Karam, Pardis, Ty Dillon, Curry, Alfredo, Wellerman, and Gallagher inside the Ooh, top ten. So a different top ten there. Wow, there's some strange names there that you don't see every day. Oh, and, and speaking of Karam, I knew I would catch this after. Um, how about that little video that they had put together of him being back at Pocono? Uh, it's a race that I remember well. He was the one who was leading at Pocono in that Indy Car Series race. And lost it in turn one, and the cone came off of the the front of the car and hit Justin Wilson, and that's what um, ultimately had Justin Wilson passing away. Um, that was emotional watching that. I mean, he we went through a lot, and to go back to that place, it had to be tough. Oh, that was such a sad incident, man. Remember that back in the day? We went to Road America to support Justin Wilson's family after oh, that because wow. they were just coming to Road America after that. So they had a test, and they charged ten dollars to get into Road America, and we supported that. That was a cool day for us, but um, Justin Wilson, uh, unfortunate incident. And I feel bad for Sage Karam, too, because he had to live with that. Yep. And you didn't realize what he was getting from the fans and the depression that he went into. And yep. going back to that track, man, um, kudos to NBC and him for putting that together. That was really cool to see, but really emotional as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Elgar and Creed make good contact at the end of the race there. Chastain gets into Creed, who spins shortly after. Creed uh, was not a fan of Chastain. <laughs> um, 
AJ would go on and win the race. Bowman second. Elgar, Chastain, Briscoe, Herps, Mayer, Gibbs, Hill, and Griggs in your top ten. Yeah, you had Bowman and I had Chastain, so bummer, dude. I got to catch up after that Hammond DQ. I've been trying to catch up, and if that wouldn't happen, I would be beating you by one. I came all the way back from being down like 14 to one. So instead of being 2-2 that weekend, I got a 3-0 shutout on you when it could have been 2-2. So that's a that's a three that's a three race swing on just that call. I was down 13, I believe. I think it was 14 to one. I came all the way back, and I should be leading if Hamlin didn't get DQ'd, but I'm down two currently. So I feel like I can get within two of you, and then you stretch it out, and then I close it back down to two, and then you stretch it out. Well, I'll start out by taking 20 off you today. How's that? <laughs> you have the first pick. That's usually not good for me. That is exactly <laughs> the way we play it. Uh, then the Cup Series at the Indy Road Course. Uh, Gibbs filled in for Kurt Busch again. Stage one was won by Briscoe. Blaney, Byron, Logano, Elliott, Gilliland, Larson, Kyle Busch, Burton, and Truex, the top 10. Uh, a couple of drivers spun in stage one. Busher was even on fire in pit lane. Yeah, he was, <laughs> no doubt he was on fire. Uh, Bell would go on to win stage two. Kyle Busch, Bubba, uh, Elliott, Ty Dillon, Hamlin, Briscoe, Custer, Jones, and Ware inside the top 10. And then one of the big incidents there, Larson loses brakes or has a mechanical failure and nails Ty Dillon going into turn one. That was bad, but it could have been much worse. Ty Dillon didn't even know where that came from. Just driving along all of a sudden, whammo, you just got completely clean swept right off the track. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, Bell has a tire go down, and debris brings out the caution. They go back green with three to go, and chaos ensues. Elliott goes around after being three wide with Byron and Blaney. Byron goes around as well. Kyle Busch, Briscoe, Jones, Truex, and Dillon all get together or spin in separate incidents. Dylan caught, was caught in the uh, gravel track, so that would uh, make the race go into overtime. Logano was also super aggressive on that restart. I think he was four wide going into that corner. Oh, for sure. You know, hey, he finished sixth in that race. Yeah. Didn't talk about him all day. I was like, where, where did Logano come from? Yep. Uh, more contact on the final restart. Blaney goes around. Chastain blows the corner, uses the access road, and takes the lead over Reddick. We were wondering if that was legal and ended up not being legal. Reddick passes Chastain anyway and holds on to win. Sindrick, Burton, Gillen, Bubba, Logano, AJ, uh, McDowell, Custer, and Busher the top ten there. And hey, how about the rookies finishing second with Sindrick? Burton, there we were just talking about him. He's third, and Gillen fourth. Gillen, look at all of those. Hey, you know, if uh, Chastain would have just plain stopped, but he never, every, when he took that off-road, and I guess it was talked about in the driver's meeting, that you come sweep around, but I don't think he ever, I think the call is that you have to come to a complete stop there, and that's why he came out in the lead. And uh, But he wasn't going to make it there. There was What was that, four wide, five wide going? And he was he the, was not. He was on, there was no way. He was pushing the grass for well, sure. Well, hit the, hit the grass and what, take the front end off your car? You know, Either so, that or do it's then going to be a ball and straight oh, call, just so like it was with Briscoe last year, remember? so Bad yeah. position to go into that 90-degree turn. No doubt. Um, yeah, unfortunately for him. Um, how about four races left before the playoffs? We have 14 winners. Will we get to 16 or 17 winners, it's, you think? It's still there. It's possible. you got to think Blaney, Truex yeah. are the 15th and 16th drivers right now. They won last year, haven't won yet. They could easily win. Harvick's just outside. Uh, he's Harvick, capable of winning. Michigan. Harvick I mean, win at Michigan. Yeah, you think Stenhouse could be in Dillon, Michigan? Dillon I mean, win, yeah. Dillon can win at Michigan. 
Daytona's the last race before oh, the playoffs. So, I mean, yes, there is a very good possibility. LaJoy. Do you think I we can will? I see LaJoy come up and, and, <laughs> and win Daytona and throw him in the mix. How many winners will we have before we get into the playoffs? I'll say 16. 16. We'll be right there and everybody else will be sweating. I'm going to say 15. I don't think we get there. If we do it 16, it will not be 17. I love it, though. Yeah. That's great. That makes, yeah. that makes for... A few weeks ago, it was looking like we were going to get 16 or 17, yeah. but now it's... But the points are interesting to keep up with, so... Yeah. Well, as we previously mentioned here, we're out at Wisconsin International Raceway getting ready for the Dixieland 250 here. Uh, Mark, one of our favorite events of the year, and what an entry list this year again. Another entry list, like, holy cow, who's who? Um, best lineup in the country here tonight. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're talking about, you know, Matt Kenseth comes back after 15 years of being away from this place. Uh, Ty Majeski is always good here. Steven Nassie makes his way up from the south driving a Steve Apel car. Um, you know, Derek Krause uh, coming from the truck series. Uh, Johnny Sauter. Uh, you know, and Matt Kenseth is going to be in that Schaefer Motorsports car who won here last year. I was going to mention that. Yeah, that car won last year. So, and I'm sure Paulie will be in that pit uh, helping him out too. Yeah, this is uh, one of our favorites of the year. As we said, it's right in our backyard. Um, gates open at what, 4 o'clock? 4 o'clock, but practice is at 2.15. 2.15. So you can get an hour and 45 minutes practice, go, go out, pay for your ticket, come back in. You got your seat all reserved, ready to go. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, qualifying's at 5 o'clock and racing starts at 6.30. So, uh, incredible event here for the ARCA Midwest Tour. We also got the Midwest Truck Series here. They put on a damn good show everywhere they go to. Yep, I'm looking forward to that one too, man. That, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, um, the Dixieland Delight 38. They uh, they put on a good show, as we just said. Uh, James Lynch was the winner the last time they were here, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so he, that was a first time winner, I believe. So, um, you never know who's going to walk out with that one. Yeah. That James Lynch. Remember last year, that guy was on the back right corner taking a sledgehammer to that truck and he was just making all kinds of racket. And then he turned around and after the race, Hey, listen, Hey, that car, that truck was being beat on by a hammer and it won the race. So, so they, they molded that one in the shape last year. I thought that was <laughs> quite interesting. Remember last year. And, you know, this is our home track, but it's such a unique track, and you just hear that the drivers just love it. It is a very challenging track. Uh, Bubba Pollard tapped out here. Um, that's the way I described it. He just could never get the feel or the groove of the racetrack. Um, we'll see if Nassie can do it. But, hey, Chase Purdy came up here a couple years ago, and and he won that race. So it can be done. Um yeah, what a stout field, man. Any one of 30 guys can win this race. Yeah, and you're talking about uh, John DeAngelis Jr. and the other uh, Midwest Tour stars. John DeAngelis Jr. should have won this race last year probably, but they had a, an issue late in track position and uh, just couldn't get back up there, and that's when Paulie Schaefer kind of pulled away. You know, and another one is uh, Bobby Kendall, you know, for the local boys, and... Uh... I think they got their engine engine problems taken care of from last Thursday. They might be in a different car. That's the only thing that I'll be watching for I, with them. I, we'll see. Uh, I kind of talked to them a little bit. I don't know which car will be here, but if they want to win the 250, I'd bring that, that baby here. Um, so, you know, there's uh, Gabe Summers. There's, there's one um, that can pull one off. Um, so many. Oh, so many. You sit there and just start thinking about all the... All these guys that are coming in here, so 
Eric Jones, I don't think he's ever turned a lap here. I don't believe I've ever seen Eric Jones here. Um, we'll have to ask him today. Did he ever come in a Cowboys car? That's my only question. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, Casey, we didn't even mention Casey Johnson. No, Casey Johnson. I mean, um, gosh, this field is so stacked. Uh, when you start really diving deep into it, it's un, it's yeah, unbelievable. Luke Local stars, Luke Fennels. Local stars, Jeff Van Outenhoven. Bobby Kendall, you mentioned. Um, yeah. Sawyer Efforts is going to give his, uh, yeah, yeah. throw his head in the ring there. Um, man, there are so, uh I'm so excited. I, I'm just sitting here tapping my foot away because you start talking about it, and it's uh, it's just great. And, you know, um, watch for our uh, – go back and look at our page for the pre-race uh, interviews that we that we did here. Obviously, we're pre- recording this before. We'll probably put this out after those come out. Maybe before. We'll see. But, um, yeah, watch our page for the pre-race uh, in- intros and uh, um, also post-race uh, videos as well. Uh, there's going to be a lot of cool videos that we're going to do today. Yeah, we're going to talk to a whole bunch of people, and uh, yeah, we're going to see some beautiful cars, and and it's going to be a beautiful day, and everything's beautiful, Lauren. Everything's beautiful. Hey, and we just talked about um, you know a little while ago saying you said put a helmet on, and I said I am. You know, uh, I'm I'm going to be racing here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Uh, I think it's in the car 173. Would you say it's painted yeah. like the Wonder Bread car? They, huh? they, they <laughs> might paint it as the Wonder Bread car. Would it be sure Robbie Bobby the... or Ricky Bobby or yeah. Robbie Bobby? Ricky Bobby, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if that's uh, whether they were talking about that. I don't know if that will come true. But, yeah, four-cylinder practiced uh, last Tuesday. Everything went well. Uh, really looking forward to a living out of a dream of mine. So, But, you know, practice is different from racing and when you put race cars around you it can be a lot different so do you and, uh, want to be on my videos or not <laughs> i want to be on your videos for the a good reason exactly for a good reason and not a bad reason exactly yeah right, we'll, we'll, we'll see how we'll that see. goes i don't play favoritism when it comes yeah. to the videos but you know uh digress <laughs> yeah digressing about me here but you got two great races coming up this week here at wisconsin international raceway yeah t- yeah tonight and thursday night you know and so the season the season as this is going is getting ramped up there's bigger races as we go through the summer so and then you got the blue race next week you got the dells alive for five next saturday uh weekly show then uh ending here in a few weeks uh some bigger races down at madison the howie leto uh you got the tundra series at wausau this coming weekend they got down at the dells at the end of september for their championship series race so uh we're getting into kind of the end of the season here which is hard to believe but still uh right in the middle of it at the same time and i'm also going for the battle of berlin next week so i'm going to be in lower michigan next middle of next week so that's exciting also and then shag get back here real fast at least we gain an hour back to get back in for the blue race thursday night so yeah yeah so we got 250 wednesday night and the the blue race here on thursday so gonna get as much racing as we can because we cannot do it in january we cannot nope so um yeah some good racing coming up here well it's time to welcome ty majeski now on mark uh after all of that uh, Ty, let's go all the way back to mid-Ohio. It was an uphill battle after qualifying in the rain there. Um, you know, you're in the back of the pack, but uh, you were able to have a decent, decent day still and clinch a playoff spot. Yeah, it was a, a decent day overall. thought we had a, a good long run truck. I thought we missed um, some air pressure stuff a little bit. Um, really struggled to fire off, but had good, really good long run speed. Um, I don't know if I could have ran with the 38 and the, and the 75, but I felt like we were a top five truck. and. 
Um, came down with some late race restarts, um, got turned there with a few to go, and ended up being able to rally back to a 12th place finish. So um, all in all, it was um, a decent day. Definitely, uh, definitely could have been better. Going into that, was the goal just, hey, let's clinch a playoff spot and whatever happens, happens? We knew we were good on points, so you know we went with the mindset of we were trying to win the race, right? Um, at that point, you know, a complete catastrophe would have would have had to happen for us not to make the playoffs. So we were, um, you know, going aggressive and trying to get a playoff point if we could, right? Win a stage or, or even win the race, but uh, just wasn't in the cards. Uh, also, a good day at Pocono. Then uh, that's one that I circled because when you ran there with Nice, uh, you're up in the top three before that big incident happened there. So uh, tell us about your day at Pocono. Yeah, Thorsport, uh, for whatever reason, uh, that's been a really tough racetrack for them. So uh, we sort of went with a different setup, um, hoping to hit on something. We fired off, uh, just missed the splitter gaps. We um, was way on the, on the splitter too hard. Obviously, we didn't practice because it rained out. So uh, we didn't, you know, our first lap on track was the race. So on the splitter hard, really hard. Had to pit multiple times to uh, to raise it up. And that place is so hard to pass. It's such a track position game. and. Um, for us to, to legitimately drive from the back and, and finish seventh, I thought was a good step in the right direction for us as a company. Uh, something to build on in the future. Um, so it was good to good to come back from um, sort of missing it to fire off and uh, brought home a seventh place finish and thought we were even a little bit better than well, that. Well, the best thing to do is get it corrected early so that it'll help you out later on. Yeah, definitely. You know, he just you start sixth and you're in position to collect stage points, right? And we were in a tight points battle. Um, you know, within you know, we we could actually could have come out of their second in uh, in points, and that would have been huge for playoff points. And for us not to get stage points like that, we just we, we can't be you know missing it like that and, and giving up those stages. So um, it's incredibly important, especially in the playoffs. So uh, I think we know what we did wrong, and uh, hopefully we'll make that mistake again. Tell us more about the tricky triangle there. You know, uh, three uh, completely different corners. You know, we talk about Kakana, two separate sides, but you got three separate corners there. The only thing I compare it to is on iRacing. That turn, that tunnel turn is pretty fun there. Uh, tell us more about the tricky triangle. Yeah, it's a tough racetrack. It's really hard to set up for, right? Because you have a lot of load, high banking in one, and then a flat, rough corner in the tunnel turn, and then just a flat, smooth corner, really flat. Uh, in, in turn three, so really hard to set up for. You really have to um, sort of pick your poison, right? You you need to fo if you know you, you can't be good in all of them, right? So you've got to pick which ones you think are the most important, and and focus on on those corners and uh, and sort of try and maintain the rest of them. So, like I said, tricky place to set up for. I thought we were we did some things right, some things I, I thought we could improve on um, going back there. But all in all, like I said, it was a a really good um, step in the right direction for us from the there? No, we don't shift. You don't shift there. Uh, going to IRP, uh, excuse me, where you also had experience in an ARCA car, did that help calm your nerves come playoff time? How much did that help you having that experience in an ARCA car? Uh, we were just, honestly, we were just, that, that was like probably one of the worst races of my career from a competitive standpoint. Um, it was, I think those are the only two laps I haven't made in my ARCA career, and we had no issues. We were just... I think we finished 10th or 11th, couple laps down. We were just really struggled. So um, I just had comfort knowing we we're going to a short track, right? Um, it, it had been so long since I was there. I really didn't remember too much of it. Um, honestly, eye racing was, um, I guess, a bigger factor in me having experience there than actually being there um, a few years prior. So 
practiced in iRacing a lot, had some simulator time, and uh, you know I thought that, that that paid dividends just knowing the racetrack. I thought we unloaded pretty close, and um, anytime you can unload close on a, on a short track like that, always always bowls well for the rest of your week. You know, the key to IRP is not to overdrive that place. Is that correct? Yeah, you just got to manage your entries, right, because the corners are so long. So um, it's not really a hard track to get around from a line standpoint, but it's really all timing with how hard you drive it in and when you get on the gas and how you point the truck. It's uh, you know, these big heavy trucks are they don't switch directions like these late models, right? You can put a little bit more brake to a late model, put more wheel in it, and it cuts. Well, where you point that truck is where you're going to end up, right? So it's just a, a different mentality, um, something that I've been learning. I, I actually feel like my weakness was, you know, was some of the short tracks this year um, on the truck side, and um, I feel like I'm, I'm picking it up. Uh, the heavier stuff is just, it's, it's such a different discipline and um, takes a different mentality to, to, to be fast. You led a bunch of laps late, uh, unfortunately had a tire going down there and, and lost the lead. Then the caution comes out and, and you pit, you take two tires there. Looking back, would you take four at all, or, or was there anything that you changed out of that situation? Yes, you know, you can Monday morning quarterback it, right? You know, it's uh, it's tough. You know, you hope some other guys um, take two with you, and then you hope not as many guys stay out, right? And it just none of those went our way. If, Knowing what you know now, obviously four was the right call. Um, yeah, just uh, tough. You know, that was the best truck I've ever had. Really a, a dominant truck. Um, thought we, for a while there, had the race won and um, lost a lot of lap time when that right rear tire started going down and uh, lost the lead to Grant. And um, I don't know if the caution saved us or hurt us. I think we might have been able to hang on for the rest of the race. Obviously we went to one, but maybe could have got out of there with a top five. But um, all in all, uh, an extremely good effort. Cool to get out there, lead laps, win a stage. Uh, overall, is a good point set. Looking forward, you're plus 19, I believe, above the cut line there. Of course, anything can happen, but going to Richmond, which I have to believe it's a completely different track, but drives similar to IRP where you just had great success. Yeah, I feel I feel really good about going to Richmond. Uh, ran an Xfinity race there, tested with Roush there before that Xfinity race. So um, I've got a decent amount of laps there, ton of laps on iRacing. Um, short track, something I, I feel really comfortable with. So um, I feel like we really hit on a nice package at IRP. Uh, I'm probably going to bring something similar to, to Richmond. Um, hopefully we have the same results. If we can just be half half as good as what we were at IRP, we should have a good shot at Richmond. Well, we appreciate the time. You're always gracious enough with us. Uh, good job at IRP and, and throughout the season here. And we look forward to seeing what you can do at Richmond and talking to you after that. I'm excited for it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks again to Ty for joining us and uh, giving him his perspective on his season to this point and the start of his playoff run. We look forward to catching up with him once again in just a couple of weeks. But uh, uh, thank you, Mark, for always joining on Mies for the past three seasons now. this is uh, We're in the middle of our third season, so I appreciate you, man. Um, also, it was mentioned on here that I'll be racing Thursday. I have to thank... And I can't thank them enough. I, I told them I, I <laughs> words will never describe what this will mean to me, living out my dream of, of trying racing. Uh, Kurt Schweitzer's letting me get in his ride and, and try that out, and I'm really looking forward to that. Also, thank you to Rob Thompson for helping, uh, and Diane Thompson for letting me try on some gear uh, one Thursday night as well. It's it's so much appreciated, and, and words can't describe 
uh, my feeling about it and how much I appreciate you. So thank you for that. Also, uh, we have apparel coming out here. There was some orders uh, for apparel. I did order also a few extra items, so I'll let you know what we have after it comes in. But thank you to everyone that ordered to this point. Uh, thank you to Showtime Stitching for, for uh, coming on board and, and helping us make the, the apparel and make that happen. Uh, much appreciated, again, to those guys. Uh, they're great to work with, so if you need any apparel, reach out to Showtime Stitching. They can do uh, pretty much anything, and and uh, they're great at responding. They're great to work with. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. So reach out to Showtime Stitching for for any needs uh, that you have apparel-wise. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get better on timing here uh, for podcasts, hopefully doing weekly or biweekly, like I said on the previous podcast, coming up here in, a, in the next few weeks. So you'll see some more content from us. Uh, check out Lore Sports on Facebook or Twitter. Um, we have some great pre-race and post-race interviews from the Gandrud Auto Group 250 up there now. Uh, so this part is being recorded after. And, uh, yeah, check uh, check us out for, for that. Otherwise, thank you again to uh, Mark, Ty, uh, Kurt, Rob, Dan, and uh, everyone at Showtime Stitching, it's it's great uh, to have friends and and opportunities like this with with people that are that are so great. And uh, once again, thank you to our fans because we couldn't do this without you as well. So um, yeah, we'll we'll keep you updated here. Uh, go check out Lore Sports on Facebook and Twitter. Most of the contents on Facebook, but check us out on Twitter as well. And hey, we'll talk to you soon. I hope to see you out there on on Thursday night or at a racetrack in the near future. This has been a production of Lore Sports. Hope you all enjoyed it, and thank you for listening.